Good morning, and welcome to We Live on a Planet. I do appreciate you stopping over this Monday, April 20th, 2020. This is episode 383. Happy 420. Are you celebrating the proper way, 420? I know I did this morning. It's 34 degrees. Feels like 27. Highs are going to be about 42. Yay. Winds are out of the north, 8 miles per hour. I'll take the 42 degrees. No rain. It's drone weather. Unfortunately, I can't fly my drone anywhere because can't go anywhere. We're on lockdown still, which stinks. Got to do, though. You know, we got to stay strong. We have to do what we have to do and stay diligent. You think about it, though, you know, it's like taking your antibiotics for two days and then stopping them because you think you feel better. You know, are we jumping this too soon? I hope not. You know, here in New York, we're not because we're still on shutdown. We have to have our masks on everywhere that we go. We'll talk a little bit about that later today in the show and everything. Before we do, though, let's pop off with our quote. This is from Buddha. I, I like quoting Buddha. We quote Buddha right at We Live on a Planet more than once. You will not be punished for your anger. You will be punished by your anger. I picked that one because I'm figuring a lot of people are feeling angry and fed up right now. I know you are. That's why I'm using that analogy of like, the antibiotics. Think of it that way. I know you're frustrated. I know you want to get out. I know you want to go do this. And you're saying, you know what? I don't see it. It doesn't seem like it's here. I don't know what to believe. The news says this, this says this until we really know, just kind of still hold out, keep taking our antibiotics analogy, you know, enough analogies, enough of that too. stick around. When we come back, we'll dive right into the show. We'll be right back. You know, I didn't think I was going to be using analogies this show, but maybe I will use one more. I think what we're all going through, too, I almost liken it to death. And you're like, huh, what? Like the stages of death, you know, how there's all of them. There's, there's the anger, the grief, the denial. And you, you have to go through those stages because if you think about what we're going through, it is our normal thing of what we know has kind of died so you're like in disbelief, you're in denial first. And and then, you know, you finally have to have that acceptance stage too. But right now, maybe we're all in that anger stage. Because I know I'm feeling, you know, at first you're in denial. Can't believe it. You're watching it and you're, you're seeing it. And I remember saying to my wife, though, right before America became infected with the pandemic, I saw and I was like, you watch. All those states are going to be red. We're going to see it. It's coming, and then it's going to come to this city. It's going to be here in Oswego, and it is, and it's frightening, and it's scary, and it's un we've never seen anything like this. We haven't because we, I know I wasn't alive in 1911, 1912. I doubt you were either. <laughs> if you were, you're really old, and thank you for listening to We Live on a Planet. But it's, we're, and maybe we're in that freaking anger stage, but, you know, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. So we got to let that anger go. That's another Buddha quote. We got a double Buddha quote. We got to let the anger go and kind of go into the acceptance stage and accept to know that we can't change this. There is no set time on this pandemic. We're under its control. And that we don't like. Us humans, we want to be in control, you know? Mm. Mask. My mother-in-law made up like 60 of them and they're really nice they have the piece for the nose that squeezes and she's a quilter anyway so she's very talented made up a bunch uh 
of masks and I drove out there yesterday to get them and it felt so strange to walk in there and stay on the porch. I had a mask on, I stayed on the porch and they stayed in their area and to not be able to hug them, kiss them or interact with my in-laws felt really weird because I get along with my in-laws and to not be able to, you know, and I said to my mother-in-law, I'm like, I'm sorry, it feels so weird and I can't hug and kiss you. She goes, you owe me. So I, I owe her one, but the mask, I love the mask she made, but unfortunately my big melon, my onion that I got on top of my shoulders, even though the masks are perfect, they don't fit my face. They stretch my ears all out. They don't fit. It reminds me of when I was in high school playing football. They had to order a special helmet for me, not because I was special. So, haha, teehee, snicker, I hear you out there. No, I, well, maybe I'm special. But I had to have a special helmet because none of the helmets we had in our supply would fit my onion. None of them. So they had to order a special one for me. And I was telling my mom about this last night about the masks and uh, reminding her about that helmet. And she's like, you know, when your brother and sister took riding lessons, they used to t take horse riding lessons. I couldn't. I was allergic to horses. My mom used to have a horse. We had to get rid of the horse because I'm highly allergic. I'm allergic to deer, too. My first deer I shot, I went to to gut it and um, broke out in terrible, terrible hives and couldn't breathe or anything. But back to the onions, this huge size melons that my family must have. My mom said that they had to order special riding helmets for my brother and sister because they're heads were so huge. So maybe it's because I got a lot of brains. That's what I'm going to convince myself. But I'm going to have to tweak my mask. Have my wife tweak it. I think she'll be up. My wife's crafty and handy. She'll be able to tweak it. All right, stick around. When we come back, we've got more to dive into. I got to get a drink of water. My mouth is so dry. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Oh, man, that's so much better. I was so dry. So dry. I needed some water my mouth and here I'm just rambling away. Yeah, so my Rode, Rodecaster Pro comes today. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. If you follow the show, you know you've been hearing me talk about it and it comes in the mail today. And I cannot wait to get it. I can't wait. I'm like a little kid that knows I'm getting my favorite present for Christmas. And I can't wait to open it up and set it all up. It feels like I just got the He-Man Master of the Universe play set and I can set it up or yeah Star Wars maybe he, when He-Man came out I remember He-Man but I was starting to get just a little bit well yeah I don't know I've talked before that I remember still in freshman when I was a freshman in high school I secretly still played with G.I. Joe dudes and stuff like that and didn't want anybody to know and I'm still a big kid at heart I still like to play video games speaking of video games it was so fun I got to play with my daughter's boyfriend the other night and he's on playstation and i'm on xbox but the new modern warfare warzone it's a downloadable free game that they have is cross compatible so we can play even though we have two different systems we can play this game together and he's out where he is and i'm out here in a swiggo and we can play and we both have headsets and so we get in and it's so fun because you can't, we can't see anybody, you know, we can't get together because of this coronavirus. And so it's really fun to be able to game it. And he's way better than I am. I, to, I, for something, I was a gamer. I'm a gamer. I've been playing game ever since Pong. 
video games. But I, for some reason, maybe it's my age. I'm 50 now. My reflexes aren't the same as what they used to be. And so I'll come around a corner and right as I'm aiming up my sights, getting ready to shoot somebody, I'm already shot and already done. Or I'm getting shot and I don't even see the person because they're too small on the screen and I have gla glasses. Oh, I did get bifocals, so I think I told you guys. And at first, I didn't like them. I thought they were broken. It took me a while to get used to them. Only like a day, though, half a day. And I love them now, though. But when I'm playing the game, so I've got good glasses, but I, I just I think it's because I'm getting older getting older my ink came if you follow the show you know i have that obsession for fountain pens and my ink came that iroshuka japanese like it's this nice green color ink and i ended up getting when i ordered that i ordered a a bent nib fountain pen which is almost like they call a calligraphy pen too so it writes thin or broad depending on the way you're holding it. and it's very tricky to use i my other two fountain pens, I'm on a total of three now, but my other two fountain pens write just like regular pens. I love the way they write. And this one, I don't know at first. My wife's like, you don't know if you like it. I'm like, I like it. It's just, you know, it looks nice and it feels nice in your hand, but it just writes so different. It's just made for different types of different types of writing. But yeah, so my roadcaster comes and I'm happy because I've got all these interviews coming up. I did record one with Carpe the other day that I was in that uh, commercial for Carpe and recorded that, did a recording with David and Casper. That was fun. And I was going to do one with Hugo Torres and um, we had to reschedule. So that's going to be coming up. And I got one coming up with Horace from Universe. And then the 22nd of this month coming up this Wednesday, this Wednesday will be Eddie Green's 101. Eddie Green and I had a good time, and Eddie Green is just a great guy. He's the one who really is the one that convinced me, not that I needed convincing really too much to get the Roadcaster Pro, but he has one, and he is a really good podcaster. You should check out Eddie Green's 101. And he just really said, you know, Patrick, I really think you would enjoy it. I think you should invest in it. It's a good investment for your podcast. And I feel I have a and in with it too. Like if I run into any hiccups, like I don't know what I'm doing, I can contact him and be like, yo, Eddie, what do I do? <laughs> and he'll be able to help me. And then the end of this month, the 29th is my interview with director Andy Palmer. Have you checked out Camp Cobrook yet? Have you got to see that movie? My uncle wrote, it's really good. Yeah. You should check it out. It's on Amazon right now. You can order it. And get a hard copy or rent it. I think it's only $6.99 or $5.99 to rent on Amazon right now. And it's a ghost story. Speaking of ghost stories, Swirgo is like a ghost town right now. The I've been staying right inside and not doing anything. But the little bit of essentials that I do have to get and go out to the town, it is so creepy and weird to just kind of drive and not see much. I dreamt about the virus last night and I dreamt about masks probably because I went and picked up the mask yesterday so that was on my mind but I dreamt I don't really know I was trying to I don't know but I dreamt about the virus and masks and it was like not a good dream it was like one of those dreams that you woke up kind of sweaty 
where I was like, I was uneasy and thinking about it and all that. And not like worried, but I think I was trying to explain to somebody something about it, you know, because I'm not walking around on eggshells because of this pandemic. I'm just aware of it. I think, you know what I mean? I just have to be aware of it. So, all right, stick around. When we come back, we'll, uh, jump over to the History Channel's website and see what happened on this day of history. We'll head on over to the fact site, get some wrinkles on our brain brain from the fact site and see what else we can root around in when we come back. I'll be right back. Welcome back. We are at the History Channel's website, history.com. I encourage you to go there. If there's anything that I tell you today that uh, you want to open up the story and read about and learn more about, Sometimes they're depressing, sometimes they're uplifting. We never know what it's going to be on this day of history unless you maybe were affected by what was happened, such as something so tragic and so depressing as something as this on today's day, April 20th, 1999. Two teenage gunmen killed 13 people in a shooting spree at Columbine High School in Littleton, Colorado. That was 1999. Yeah wounded 23 others as well that is so sad and it just seems like after that that teen or uh, school shootings just became the norm you know and they were happening before that but it just seems I just those are so tragic and I feel so bad for students that have to go to school and think about that I'm glad that my my kids aren't in school anymore and if you know oh man tragic let's let's move on from that and remember them though I want to remember the 13 that were killed and have just a moment for them. All right. American Revolution, 1777, New York adopts the state constitution. All right. Here's another one that's kind of tragic, not kind of, natural disasters and environment. 2010, the massive oil spill begins in the Gulf of Mexico. Remember the deep water horizon? Just about 50 miles off Louisiana coast. Kills 11 people. And triggers a large offshore spill, the largest in American history. Remember how many just gallons and gallons and gallons and just tragic. Uh, I think, though, the reason, one of the reasons why I do the History Channel website, even though some of them are depressed, to remember. We have to remember our history. Here's one. 1689, the Siege of Derry begins. James II, the former British king, begins the Siege of Derry, a Protestant stronghold in Northern Ireland. Want to learn more about that? You can. U.S. government, 1871, the Ku Klux Act passed by Congress. With passage of the Third Force Act, popularly known as the Ku Klux Act, Congress authorized President Ulysses S. Grant to declare martial law, impose heavy penalties against terrorist organization, and use military force to suppress the KKK. Wow, that was in 1871. 1902, Marie and Perry Curie isolate radium. We've heard of Marie Curie. Carrie. She's got uh, her books and his books. They still glow. They're you know what? They're that irradiated. Pretty amazing. Mm-hmm-hmm. What else do we got? Uh, 1980, Fidel Castro announces Martel boat lift, allowing Cubans to immigrate to U.S. That happened in 1980. Uh, World War II, 1945, Operation Corn Cob is launched while Hitler celebrates his birthday. 
Operation Corncob. I wonder what that's about. You're gonna have if you want to know what Operation Corncob's about, head on over to the History Channel's website. Uh, 1971 fragging on the rise among U.S. military units. This is the Vietnam War. How tragic! Fragging, just terrible. Here's one up. Let's go upbeat sports. 1986. 1986. That was a good year. Michael Jordan scores 63 points in a playoff game in an NBA. One game, 63 points. Hmm. 1898, President McKinley asked for declaration of war against Spain. Yeah, did you know we had a war against Spain? It's almost like people not knowing too much about the War of 1812. It's like the, the Forgotten War of 1812, but the Spanish War was very short barely even considered if you were in it you'd consider it a war but uh the u.s doesn't they can what are they considered i'm trying to think they called it a uh american imperialism all right and then uh seven 1978 korean airliner jet forced down over soviet union Here's Civil War, 1861. Robert E. Lee resigns from U.S. Army after Virginia succeeds from the Union. Yeah, remember, he was a West Point grad before he became a Confederate leader of the you know, Confederates. And then last one, eight, 2008, Danica Patrick becomes the first woman to win Indy racing. Danica Patrick. And, you know, studies show that women, their reflexes are quicker than men anyways. And so they tend to be, they, they, they would be better race car drivers because their, their reflexes are quicker, better gamers, probably like video gaming and everything because their hand-eye cord and just quicker. And, uh, it's just science. It's just the way it is. They've done enough studies to show that women just tend to be quicker at that stuff. And it's not surprising, you know, women were also the way they tended, they wanted all astronauts to be women just because of the size of women tend to be a little bit smaller. So their weight is smaller. So the less weight, the better it is whenever you're traveling in space, using up less oxygen, everything like that. All right, stick around when we come back. We'll head on over to the facts site and learn some facts about, how about Triton? Yeah, Neptune's, Neptune's largest moon. All right, stick around. At the far reaches of our solar system lies the ice giant Neptune, devoid of life, lashed by supersonic winds and, well, just really, really cold. This planet does not mess around. And uh, not only does this blue giant Neptune have six rings, did you know Neptune had rings around it? But it also has 13 known moons, 13 of them. So it's no small wonder it's been re re referenced the... Reference time and time again in science fiction and pop culture ranging from Doctor Who to Futurama. I've never watched Futurama and Doctor Who way back in the day, though. All of Neptune's moons, though, out of all of them, those 13, Triton is the most intriguing. With a whopping di diameter of 1,682 miles, not only is Triton Neptune's largest moon, it's the seventh largest moon and the 16th largest known object within our solar system. Discovered by British astronomer, astronomer William Lassell on October 10th, 1846, 
Triton is so great in size that it was actually found just a few weeks after the French astronomer Alex Bouvier discovered Neptune itself. This moon isn't just big, though. It also has more than 99.5 of the total mass of all known bodies that orbit Neptune. More than just a large moon, Triton has its fair share of bizarre and intriguing traits. Triton was named after a sea god from Greek mythology. Officially, officially, Triton simply referred to as the Saturns of Neptune until a second moon, Nereid, was discovered orbiting the planet in 1949. While Neptune is named after the Roman god of the sea, Triton was named after a Greek one. Although this may be a bit confusing at first, it's actually quite benefiting, as Neptune is the Roman equivalent of the Greek god Poseidon, who just happens to be the father of Triton within Greek mythology. So that's kind of neat, though, but it just doesn't stop there, though, as all of Neptune's moons are actually named as characters from either Roman or Greek mythology as per the International Astronomer Union guidelines. So that's kind of neat. They're all. Two, Triton has seasons, and they're longer than you expect. Despite the fact that Triton orbits the furthest planet in our solar system, the sun still manages to have its presence felt. Well, of course, the sun is so powerful. Using the European Southern Observatory Very Large Telescope in Chile, scientists confirmed the theory that Triton has seasons in 2000, had seasons in 2010. At that point in time, it was observed that summer was well underway, with the summer solstice occurring back in 2000. During Triton's summer, the atmosphere thickens due to more direct sunlight, whereas in winter, the atmosphere, which is composed mostly of nitrogen, methane, carbon monoxide, condenses and falls as snow. If you don't think that's crazy, then get this. Triton seasons, they last for 40 years. <laughs> so the next time I'm complaining about summer taking too long to end or winter or anything, I'm going to just like, well, I never complain about summer. Winter, yeah, because we don't have barely any summers here in upstate New York. We get like two seasons. Muggy and snow, and <laughs> that's about it. Uh, number three, Titan, Triton, excuse me, Triton has a frozen crust. The 40% of Triton that has been mapped so far is covered by a frozen layer of nitrogen. Yeah, frozen layer of nitrogen. Ice volcanoes are real, and they're found on Triton. Isn't that weird? Yeah, you heard that right, ice volcanoes. Triton most likely has undergone tectonic and volcanic activity, which is evident, evident by the rift valleys and pressure ridges which scar the moon's surface. So yeah, they're, uh, that would be weird. And then Triton has geysers erupt nitrogen into the atmosphere. So we have like the geysers at Yosemite and everything like this. These ones, not only do they have ice volcanoes, they also have nitrogen geysers. Wow. That's kind of neat. I think that the, the, maybe fascinating, bizarre. I don't know. It's kind of neat about uh, Triton. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I think it's funny when you have memories, when you talk to uh, a high school friend or an old friend. And my friends and I have been Zooming, my high school classmates and I, and it's been nice to do that. And I went to such a small school. 
and uh, we all felt like family, and that's nice. And one of my friends who lives out in North Carolina um, recently were talking, and it brought back memories. Uh, we were talking just, she has all kinds of old videos and pictures and stuff, and it made me remember a video that I made for a project in health class with a buddy of mine that was a grade below me. And in my school, it was so small. I remember our health class, my senior year, the juniors were in our health class as well. So we were integrated in those two grades. And we had a school project, me, him, and another buddy of mine that was uh, in high school. So Jeff and Brad are their two names. Brad was in senior year with me. We had to do this video for health class. And you could do it on anything. And ours was going to be the effects of drinking alcohol and how bad it was or whatever. And we wanted to do a comedy skit because you could do it on anything. And so we did it on this character named Hans and Franz. If you're a Saturday Night Live fan, if you're old enough to remember Hans and Franz from Saturday Night Live, yeah, that's what we did. And I can remember us dressing up and um, having sweatshirts on like Hans and Franz did and using Cabbage Patch dolls and putting them in our sleeves to give us the muscles of Hans and Franz because they were so big and stuff. And their thing was, remember, they were like, their key phrase was, I'm here to pump you up. It was their thing. And so we did that and it was so stupid, but it was so fun. And it brought back that memory to me of doing Hans and Franz. And I got a hold of my buddy the other day and left him a message because rumor has it that that video is still alive and I'm hoping it is because I would love to see it but it, it's weird because Hans and Franz was just a character that um, was created on Santa Live but it's weird because in cultural references NASA's two of their crawler transports their large diesel powered transport devices that they've used since 1965 their nicknames is Hans and Franz but they're not nicknamed Hans and Franz from the Senate Live. That's they're named Hans and Franz after the cat, uh, the Cats and Jammer Kids. It's a popular mid '60s show, and then also in MMO, the popular World uh, World of Warcraft game, Hans Garger and Frangsgor are twin brothers in the Black Rock uh, Foundry, and uh, Franz Franzgok can be heard yelling. Hear me now and believe me later. Because <laughs> that was one of their... Hear me now, believe me later. A little girly man. It was so about like humiliating people who didn't want to work out. It was so stupid. Also in uh, Dude's Where... Dude Wears My Car, that too stupid... Or that really dumb show movie. The, uh, there was cultural reference with them. Also, even in Sesame Street, believe it or not, Hansel and Gretel... They introduce themselves as Hans and Franz, <laughs> and they say, "We're here. we just want to." Instead of saying, "We just want to pump you up," they said, "We just want to throw breadcrumbs." Crazy, yeah. Even in the Marvel comics, Incredible Hulk versus Venom. Can uh, Hans and Franz? Crazy, 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 crazy. All right, my friends. I appreciate, see how random We Live on a Planet is? It is a really random show. I was going to tell you like a, a 420 weed story, and I have so many of them. I've probably told you how many of my weed stories. And I do remember back in the Grateful Dead days of when I used to go see those shows, everybody just really was, it was a different time, you know? 
And uh, I can remember being on a 4th of July Grateful Dead show in Buffalo. And everybody was handing out um, red, white, and blue joints. Like they were just giving them away, basically. You're standing in line, people are or watching the concert and people are just handing you one after another. You're handed to the next person, handed to the next person. It's like, could never do that now. I think communal smoking is a thing in the past now with uh, coronavirus. I mean, growing up, that was always a thing. Puff, puff, pass. But now things are changing with the coronavirus. You never, th you know, there's certain things you just don't even think about with it. And uh, I'm wondering... I talked the other day about barber shop, the good guys barber, and I, I wonder when they're going to realize that maybe that is an essential thing because people are going to start looking mangy. You know, I feel like it's essential. I if if you can call a candy store essential, then why can't a barber shop be called a, essential? I don't get that. I don't understand why a candy store is considered essential, but I guess it is. All right, my friends, I appreciate your time. Like always, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental the best you can today. I know that's what I'm trying to do. And tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. Tune in this Wednesday, the 22nd, for Eddie Green's 101. That would be fun. And then I'll talk to you Friday, too. And please, if you haven't done it yet, head on over to WLOAP.com. Enter my giveaway. I want to give this away so bad. It's over $50 worth of value. It's burning a hole in my pocket, and I want to give it to somebody. Maybe it will be you that wins it. Right right now, is why not? It's a good time to put a little bit of Brighton in your life when we've got this all going. I promise it will all get sprayed down with Lysol before it heads out the door to you. So it will be all, all nice and clean and germ-free. All right. I will talk to you again real soon. I can't wait to open up my Rodecaster Pro today. I feel like a little kid at Christmas. I'm really excited. I'm nervous about using it though because I've I've done enough research. But right now, with how my podcast is, I am using Anchor. As soon as I'm done, boom, it's up and easy. With my Rodecaster Pro, I record through my Rodecaster Pro, and then I've got to upload it into Anchor and go from there. And I don't know how to do all that stuff. I'm not computer savvy, so. I'm fingers crossed that I'll be able to figure this out. But if I can't, at least I know I can get a hold of Eddie. He told me I can. All right. Hey, also, besides my giveaway that I told you, leave me a message. I would love to hear from you. It would be great to hear from you. If you're using the Anchor app, you know how. But if you're not, give give the show a buzz. It would be fun to have you on the air. And don't be nervous. It's easy. It's a. You don't even have to leave a whole minute long. If you can't go a minute, hey, sometimes I think I can't go a whole 30 minutes, and I do. Sometimes I go too long. I know. I can ramble. Like a little while ago, I was getting ready to say goodbye to you, like I am right now. Goodbye. I'll talk to you. <laughs> Take care. Talk to you soon. Stay healthy. Peace.